Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. This is episode 142. The topic of discussion for today is the dangers of doing a different workout every week. Now, if you're brand new to the world of strength training, you might, might be wondering what the problem with doing a different you know, workout or different gym session is. You know, isn't that what you're meant to do? You're meant to shock the muscles and you know, do something different. You know, variety is the spice of life and all of that, uh, all that good shit. Yeah, well, I'm here to tell you that it's not all that it's cracked up to be. All right, you do need to provide your body with a new stimulus, a different, um, a different piece of input on a somewhat regular basis, but it's nowhere near as frequent as people, um, think it is okay and i think part of the reason for this is the whole the way that society is traveling at the moment where you know people can't stop and just think okay you 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 open up any kind of social media fucking app application whether it's the instagram whether it's facebook twitter you know linkedin whatever there's this new one threads which is almost like twitter Instagram, uh, don't even get me started on fucking TikTok. <laughs> but it's all, you know, bite-sized little bits of information. And it gives the appearance that you make progress. It, it gives the illusion that you're doing a lot of stuff. Where really what's happening is you're getting a lot of these bite-sized, snack-sized pieces of information or input or content, whatever you want to call it. And it makes you feel like, fuck, I accomplished a lot today. I read a lot of different stuff. Well, you read three sentences from 100 different people. You know, it leads to a lot of conflicting information and advice. And that's where I think, you know, a lot of people go wrong. Is rather than picking a handful of people to trust and, you know, back and listen to, you're, you end up being this scatterbrain. Okay. So anyway, the, the topic of discussion is why doing a different workout every week is kind of a bad thing, all right? Doing a different workout every single week, it gives you, the trainee, a distorted view of how much progress you're making, all right? So let's say, for example, if I get you to go for a, a one-kilometer run in a different direction every week, you get really good at running one kilometer, but you never get any further. So let's say, you know, week or day one, I send you to the left and you do a kilometer. And then the next day I send you straight ahead. And then the next day I send you to the right. And then I send you to a direction that's behind you. Each run is one kilometer. So, you know, cool, you've done a kilometer, well done. Uh, but you're never, you're never getting any further than that. Okay, you experience fatigue and the feelings of being tired. 
that's if you run hard and you know as fast as you can for that one kilometer and you get to see a new view of the world and you travel different routes with different sights and sounds and it's all lovely and like whoa that's cool that's exciting that's new you know last time you know it was completely flat now there's a bit of a bit of an incline ran up a few hills and then next time I buy it, be like, fuck, this is a bit hilly. It's up and down. You know, there's, you know, go really fast downhill and then it's a bit of a slog to get up the hill on the other side. And it's a bit like going on holiday. It's new and exciting because you've never done it before. It's the new thing. It's the first time you experience this, this trail or this trek or this street. But if you go back to the same place every time, you start to get familiar with things. You know what to expect. You know what to see. You know what's coming up. You know when to turn. You know how fast to run. And you know how hard you can push yourself. So what ends up happening is when you do this same route or this same sequence every time is that the run eventually gets easier over time. And I say easier because that's kind of what happens. You become more efficient at doing the thing that you repeat over and over again. But yes, it gets a bit easier. You know, it's perceived as slightly easier and your times may uh, increase, uh, decrease in, in time. So you're running faster. But what happens is you get better at running because you are familiar with the surroundings and with the experience that you've done. When you run in different directions every week, you get different experiences. And it gives the illusion that one is better than the other. Or each run is better because it's different and it's new. Rather than doing the same old boring, monotonous route over and over again. So this is where we have to check the ego and actually look at the facts. What's actually happening? Um... A kilometer is a kilometer is a kilometer, all right? Just because you run a different direction or, you know, instead of going left, you turn right. You know, yeah, you might see some different things, but it doesn't mean you're running any further than previous. It just means you're seeing different sights, hearing different sounds and, you know, oh, fuck, I've never seen that house before. I didn't realize there was a two-story house in my area. Or, fuck, there's a lot of people around here who have boats. You just get different input and information about your surroundings. That's it. So it's novel, it's new, and it, it disguises the idea that you're actually getting better. And the same thing is true for strength training and lifting weights. It's completely, it's the same fucking thing. When you go to the gym and do different exercises every week, you feel like you're getting a good workout because it's hard because your muscles are working. It's novel, it's new, it's different to the last time. Last time I did, you know, a barbell shoulder press and this time I'm doing a single arm dumbbell. Or last time I did a Smith machine squat and now I'm doing it with the free bar, whoa. This feels different, this is exciting, it's working new muscles. And then you repeat that process next week and the same thing happens. You feel like it's hard, you feel like it's challenging you and it's exciting because you didn't do that exercise last week. So on Monday, you do exercise program one and then Wednesday, you do exercise program two 
And then on Friday, you do exercise program three. And you don't repeat it. You just keep going through those fucking numbers. A new program, a new program, a new program. And now we're up to program four, then program five, then program six. So in reality, what's happening is you're muddling the water between effective training and exciting training. Let that sink in for just a moment. Should training be fun, enjoyable, and exciting? Yes, 100%. Because if it's not stimulating you, if you're not engaged in it, and if you're not finding any enjoyment, you're probably not going to apply yourself that hard and you're not going to get the results that you want. Therefore, you'll probably stop doing it. So it's trying to find that balance between getting results, but also getting better. And you can't get better when you keep chopping and changing what you do. Let me break it down for you like this. You could turn up to your local gym or your training space and one session might look like this. You do push-ups, then bent over rows, then goblet squats, then a dumbbell Romanian deadlift, and then a side plank. There's a push, there's a pull, there's a hinge, there's a squat, and there's some kind of core work as well. Now, the next session, you're going to spice things up and you're going to do something completely different to shock the muscles. And you do a dumbbell chest press, you do some chin-ups, you do walking lunges, you do a barbell good morning, and you do some hanging knee raises for your core. And then the next iteration, the third session might be this, a barbell military press, a dumbbell one-arm row, dumbbell offset step-ups, followed by kettlebell swings and a farmer's carry. So every session has something new in it. It's different, it's exciting, it's engaging. So you work hard on each exercise, as you should. But then the next session, all of those exercises you've just practiced and you've just learned and you've just worked on, they're gone. It's essentially out with the old and in with the new. New exercises, different movements, and variety is the order of the day. You see where I'm going with this. You can't track and measure your progress because you're back to square one. You've practiced all of these movements once. So that, that first session that you did, it's lifespan is one training session because you've done it once and you're like, eh, I don't have to do it again. I'll do something new, something to shock the muscles. You've shocked them exactly one time. Let's maybe fucking hate this word, shock the muscles more than once. Yeah, because unless you repeat the exercises, have a clear plan of progression in place and methodically work on lifting heavier, you're basically going to go round and round fucking circles. With a view to getting better, so by better I mean stronger and more efficient, you know, uh, that's not going to happen when you chop and change the exercises each week. It'll feel like you're doing well because it's always changing, but the goal here isn't novelty. The goal here is progress. This is why doing a brand new workout every week is a waste of time. It's an absolute waste of time to do a different workout every week. And it's why you rarely see me post workouts online because it, the expiry date is as long as one session. I could write up a program, 
exercise 1, exercise 2A2B, exercise 3A3B. And you might think, fuck, that's a great program from Jesse. He's just written me up a whole workout to follow. Um, yeah, it lasts all of one session. Because if you go and do something completely different, uh, yeah, your body doesn't know what it's trying to adapt to, what it's trying to improve. And if you just repeat it over and over again, that's neither any better because, again, there's no progression in place. So you've got to find that sweet spot of same but different, not different just for the sake of different. And this is where I get a little bit frustrated because when you see a plan, you know, someone's workout, you have no context. You have zero context. Somebody writes a program, I put the air quotes, you have, you see somebody post a program or one of their workouts online, you have no context over it. It might look cool or it, it might be something that you want to emulate and copy. But if you have no way to progress it and you can't track your ongoing performance, it's no better than going to a fucking a one-off hit class. You'll get sweaty, sore, and tired, but that's about it. So you've got to look beyond an individual workout and instead concentrate on an ongoing program that progresses as you do. Because it works both ways. You must force progress, and it will come when you repeatedly practice the same or very similar exercises. When I'm talking about same but different with regards to workouts, the, this variety that I speak of could look like this. Going from a dumbbell chest press to feet elevated chest press. So it's the exact same pressing pattern, but there's no lower body involvement or contribution. There's no leg assistance whatsoever. The press itself, the main thing we're trying to develop, is still the main thing we're trying to develop. But I have reduced slash eliminated your legs and the lower body involvement, right? It promotes the same muscle groups, but harder, chest, shoulders, triceps, because they're forced to pick up the slack or any of the assistance that the lower body would contribute to it. So you don't need to jump from this exercise to that exercise to this one to this one. Same but different. They should be very much in the same neighborhood, okay? Do the same exercises, progressively overload them. That can be done many different ways. Increase the weight. Increase the reps, increase the total volume, increase the time under tension, decrease your rest periods, use better technique. Going from shit technique to technique that sucks is an improvement. <laughs> Going from technique that sucks to good technique, again, is an improvement. And going from technique that is good to great, again, is improvement. So movement quality, that spectrum, is definitely something that you should be looking to scale from, never done it before, I'm completely shit at it, just it a few times, I now suck, to I'm getting really good at it because I'm practicing it quite frequently and I'm concentrating on what I'm doing, to I've done this exercise so many times 
and I've refined it. I have pulled it apart. I have polished it up. I've got rid of all the rust, all the shitty, scrapey, you know, rough parts. And I've put it back together and I've polished it up and it looks immaculate. That is progress. You don't need new fucking exercises every week. How about you make the exercises you're already doing shiny? Make them look fantastic. Different does not equal better. New isn't inherently better. This is where people get so tempted by this social media world of instant gratification, something new, something shiny, you know. Oh, what I'm doing is not working, which you're not measuring, by the way. Oh, what I'm doing is not working, so I'll try this one. Or this person looks great. I'm going to try what they're doing. How's about you just stick with a plan longer than two fucking weeks or two fucking training sessions? Because if you did that, I guarantee you, you would actually make positive progress. So what I want you guys to start to think about is this. Novelty is fine. But do not place it as a higher priority than progress. If you want to build a world-class deadlift, you won't achieve it by doing everything else except deadlifting. If you want to be a world-class swimmer, running every week isn't going to get you there. If you want to learn Italian, trying to learn Korean, Spanish, German, and introducing, introducing a different language every week do you think it's going to help you speak fluent Italian? I don't. This really is the crux of the matter. When you try and do something different, something new every week, you get really good at nothing. Don't go from squats to lunges to step-ups to deadlifts to good mornings every fucking week. How's about you get a base, like a, a program that stays the same for about four weeks where you can work on improving across the board. So every week you turn up and you're like, okay, today is Monday. I'm working on the bench press. Cool, because International Chest Day is Monday. Um, that's a joke, but it's also true. But it should be different enough by way of progression. Lifting heavier, more sets, using that progressive overload principle. You don't need a brand new exercise every week, regardless of what you've seen online or what you've been told. The language one really does hit the nail on the head, and it's the same for learning a skill or practicing a movement in the gym. If you want to learn Italian, focus on learning Italian. Don't try and learn French. Don't try and you know re recite your Indonesian that you learned in high school. You know, don't worry about learning Mandarin or speaking Greek or speaking fucking Latin. If, if Italian is what you want to be able to speak fluently, uh, practice that and practice that alone. I, I really, truly believe that this is a simple concept. One that is just very good common sense. But apparently not. People are still getting drawn into the fluffy, the bullshit, the shiny. 
So my goal for you is real fucking simple. If you've listened this far, if, you, if you're a regular listener of the Wake Up Call, my goal for you is real simple. Identify your goal clearly. Articulate what that is. And prioritize the exercises that will get you there. Become an expert at them. There's a saying that it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at something. In the weight room, with regards to strength training, it takes 10,000 reps. Not average reps, not mediocre reps, not meh, they were kind of okay reps, but quality repetitions, 10,000. So if you scatter in some average reps or some mediocre reps, uh, it's going to take you a fucking long time to get there. And if you chop and change from one exercise to another exercise to another exercise to a different program to a new program to something like that every week, how long do you think it's going to take for you to reach your 10,000 reps? If ever. A fucking lifetime. So rather than prolonging this journey of forever sucking, you just compress that time period and say, I will forego all these other exercises and training programs I could do for the ones that matter. So it means ignoring the trivial many for the vital few. So do them consistently. If something is important to you, you'll do it every day or every week. Otherwise, you'll continue to flip-flop from this exercise to that exercise to that one to, oh, my friend Jimmy told me about a cool exercise. I'm going to try that as well. That's really, those are your options. Ignore the trivial many options that you have available to you. There is 10,000 different fucking exercises, probably more. It doesn't mean you should or need to do them all. Pick the ones that are going to push you closest to your goal and the quickest and stick to them and get really good at them every fucking week. Practice and master your craft. You know, the best basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan, he started every practice with a slam dunk. No, he did not. No, he fucking did not. He started his practice with a simple chest pass. The greatest basketballer in the history of this fucking earth started his practice off with the most basic, the most boring fucking pass of all time, a chest pass. I'm not a basketballer, but even I know that that's a boring fucking move. But I understand that he only got to the top by mastering the fucking basics and doing them better than anybody else ever could. And the same, the same is true for you. You're no different. You're not better than Michael Jordan. Sorry to break it to you. You're not better than MJ. You know, you're not going to get to the top by changing what you do every week. So for fuck's sake, stop doing it. Stop searching online for a new program, a new training routine. Pick one. Pick one program that you fucking believe in and go all in on it. So if the program calls for five sets of five on squats, you better make sure those five squats are the best fucking squats you can possibly do. Otherwise, you will jump from program to program, from this workout to that workout, and you'll get nowhere. 
all that'll happen is that you're going to be going round and round and round in circles wondering why you're always sore, why you're always tired, why you're always sweaty, but never actually any better off. So guys, I can't, I don't know how else to put it to you. These are the dangers of doing a different workout every week. It gives the illusion that you're progressing because something you're doing something new and it's exciting. One day you walk in and you learn a little bit about this movement. And then next week you walk in and you learn a little bit something different about a different movement. So you think, oh, I'm compounding my knowledge. But you can't compound things, you cannot compound things that are not related. So let's say you've got a bank account. If you put all of your money into one bank account, you will earn the highest amount of interest because you have the highest amount of funds in it. But if you open 10 different accounts, you're now diluting your ability to gain interest by 10%. So you go from 100% of your funds in one account to 10% of funds in 10 different accounts. You can see how that works. They may serve different purposes, but if your goal is to earn the most amount of interest and compound your gains and the money that you put into that one account, the one most important account, you know, all signs point to opening 10 accounts is probably not a smart idea. It's probably not the best way to go about it. So that's my advice for you guys. I've tried to give you a few different examples and ways to illustrate this point. Uh, I just hope that one of them, I don't care which one it is, I just hope one of them is enough of incentive and reason for you to stop doing different workouts every week. I, I don't know how else to say it, but I hope it lands and I hope it hits home and I hope you will take the information on board and do what's most important and that is put it into action. Knowing is not enough. Theory is not application. Learn and then do. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.